In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast secret agent is the one, the only, Rats. Travis Rats. You threw me Perfect. off with that one. You threw me off with that Perfect. one. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> on the program today, on the program, Travis and I are diving deep into a comic book. So you're on a wonderful comic book club episode of Comic Exposure. Uh, my pal Travis and I, we like to talk about the comic books. And when he's not fiddling with his microphone, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> We uh we dive in, and so you're on an episode today that we are going to read. We're reading an, an older book, not super old, but what's the copyright date on this, Travis? It just says antiquity. It does. It's uh, <laughs> I want to say it's not super old. Two, 2013, 2012, 2013. Yes, because I know you so, know how I know this because you've been talking about this book since 2013. <laughs> So uh, we're we're uh, we're diving into a dark horse book, and we're reading Mind Management by uh, Matt Kent and or Kint Kint Kint. Yeah, Kint Kint. I can't. I don't know. Well, the problem is that there isn't a button that I can press that'll say his name for me. So K I N D T. Uh, yeah. So I uh, I read this when it came out in singles. I have read the whole shebang in singles uh, from 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 taint to top right is the that whole a ricky book. martin uh is that a ricky martin song <laughs> shebang so. shebang she bangs yeah the way that she moves she moves <laughs> i think if i if i remember my ricky martin correctly uh but i read the whole series i thought that volume one does a decent job of maybe being a standalone story uh so i uh i i've wanted to do this book for a long time on the show um, I've always thought that maybe it was a tough book to throw at a non-comic book reader, mm. and so uh, this is this is a nice little thing where it's just you, you and me, Travis. Just, just and so two, just the two of us. Man, we're really getting '90s throwback songs in here. We are. So I, you know, we're, we're doing this book today. Um, and uh, one of the other reasons I, I wanted to bring it up is because uh, Matt uh, kind just finished a Kickstarter uh for a read-along record. A you mind management, yeah. A mind a, a management kite starter, if you will. Ooh, that yes, sounds I, a little bit racist. It does. Doesn't the word kite so, sound racist? It does. It's very close to a very terrible term. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, he has a he has a record that's coming out. Plus, like the read along record, you play the. Remember when we were kids and it was like, oh, yeah. and turn aid, bling, right? Yeah. So that sort of thing. Uh, that kind like, of record. Ma, the needle. We, the needle's yeah. dull, ma. We need we need a sharper needle. <laughs> Go so, down to Radio Shack, please, Ma. The, the Radio Shack. Uh, so I I am super excited for that to come out. He released a mini comic not too long ago, a rare print. Only a handful of them were done. I guess more than a handful. There's probably like a hundred done or something like that. And I grabbed one of those. I've just been a really I'm, I've just been a big fan of this story, and so I wanted to expose you to it, Travis. How many, I wanted how many to... volumes are there now? You said did you mention uh, that already? Six. Wow. I think there's six. six volumes. Are they all hardcover like this? Yeah, they're all hardcover like this. All right. That's how. That's how the. That's you know. That's how 
Dark Horse does them. Uh, but I, I have them all. I have only the first two volumes in, in the hardcover. I have everything. I, I have it all in floppies. But remember when we went to that one? Uh, remember when we went to the comic uh, convention and Dark Horse put everything on half off? Oh, that was the best part of every Phoenix Comic Con. Excuse me, Phoenix Fan Fest. Uh, was at uh, the you end mean of it, Phoenix Fan Fusion. Phoenix Fan Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> was dark, when Dark Horse was there, they'd put everything on the last, half like, off. The like, last four hours of the con, they yeah. would just be like a line around Dark Horse, and you could get all these, like, like beautiful Hellboy hardcovers. Right. So that's, and I wish go ahead. I wish I had bought an, I, I wish I bought all of them, all the volumes in hardcover for half off that day, but I didn't, and I I should have. So can we talk about that first of all? Yeah. I don't think we give this enough shrift on the show. Um, I am a I'm a real bookshelf guy. Yeah, I really like I really put a lot of time into the layout of my bookshelf. Right, uh, yeah. not in like a. Um, you know, like a super way. pretentious yeah, way. Yeah, no, no yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah, exactly. Like I make sure like the titles that are gonna make me look the best are in full view, and then like the you know the the shameful the- titles are like you know hidden underneath the couch. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's what it is. This these, this book is like a really nice uh, bookshelf book. Yeah, uh, it's, it's a nice really bookshelf. well done because the, the the price point on this book, if you're not at a dark horse. Phoenix Fan Fusion ending sale um, is a little bit pricey for like uh, a recommend. If you're gonna say, "Hey, go pick up this yeah. book," um, yeah, twenty bucks is a little pricey. Especially the story. It, it, I think you're right. It is a kind of an all-inclusive story in volume one. Yeah. It can be, but at the same time, it's it's not. This isn't a long read. Oh. Sorry, yeah, mom. I'll call you back later. Oh man, mom, I'm doing a podcast. I thought you were going to Radio Shack. <laughs> I need a new needle for my record player. So I really like, I mean, I really like the actual uh, design of the book. Yeah, like it's got a nice design. The aesthetic's nice on it. Uh, and, and we'll get to just the overall design, the way the pages are done a little later, I'm sure, because we'll talk about sort of like what's his deal with all of this. No, I, re- I don't want to talk about that. Take it off the table. <laughs> let's take the most unique thing of the book. And let's just, not, let's just ignore it. Ignore and then it all. Together. The listeners that like have listened to this book and they just search uh, Apple Podcasts for mind management. Uh, they're like, oh, finally, someone's talking about this book. Yeah. And then we just never mention the most unique part of it. And they're like, it's yeah. coming up. They're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about it. No, we're not going to talk about it. So, Travis, this is a story of uh, a reporter. About, is this all, a story of all about how your life got yeah, twisted and turned upside all down? All about how. Or this is the story of a girl who cried river and drowned the whole world. (laughs) So we've got this story, and essentially it is uh, sort of this this spy, this secret agency, uh, this writer who is um, on the search for what caused it starts with a plane crash very much like or uh, like a plane incident much like lost or or a Langoliers. Yes, everybody on the plane has lost their, uh, you know, lost their memory. Yep. And so this reporter is hunting for this story. She was a true true crime reporter. She's now focused on this. Uh, you know, she's an author. She's writing about this. And so she's on the hunt to find out what happened to this thing. And it leads her on this trail. And it is a super weird story. I was you were doing really good with that summary, and I'm like, oh wow, this would be hard to summarize. I'm like, he's doing an excellent job, and then you just kind of putter it out there at the end. I know you don't want to spoil well, it. I know you don't want to like like, well, we're gonna right. spoil it, but at the idea of it is that's kind of like all you really need for the set. Yeah. That's all you really can set up, actually. Right. It, it, it's. I mean, really, it it turns into this. 
this very mysterious thing. She's wrapped up in something she doesn't understand. There's a secret agency that's been doing stuff in the background of the world, right? And so this agency mind management and uh, you're, it, I would say at the end of this volume, it's hard to piece together exactly what the resolution is, right? right. Except that she's continually hunting for this guy. Mm, very much makes Matrix Reloaded. Yes. yes. There have been many uh, Neo. Uh, Neo is that his name? Yeah, Neo. Neo before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's sort of reminding me of when we get to that moment where we're like, "Oh, she's done this before." Yeah, yeah. So let me let me ask you, Travis. This is uh, you know one artist who is doing this whole thing, right? Like yeah. this is this is his this is his baby. Um, he is you know a very much an indie artist. I have a ton, you know, I, I have a, a handful of other books uh, by Matt um, where he is definitely the most indie of indie artists I have. Very, very much so. Very much so. Very, very much in a Jeff Lemire sort of yeah. vein, you know. I would say even more indie than Jeff Lemire. Yeah. And, there's, I, yeah. and I, don't know, I don't know what I mean by that. Uh, I just, I feel like... Uh, he plays I, yeah. with the medium a little more. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. he he plays with the medium more than Jeff Lemire does. Uh, and here's an example. I have another book by him, and uh, there's a page in it that when you buy it from him, I have a, a sketched-in signed copy. There's a page in it where it's supposed to look like it's burned, and he actually burns it when you buy oh. it from him. He lights the corner of the page on fire, and then he puts it out. So, like, the actual copy that you get has actually been lit on fire. It would be great if he lit on fire and it smoked, like, lit a cigarette with it. And then, like, he gets, like, a lot of sales. And so he's just chained smoking. He's like, <laughs> I promise you I'm smoking a cigarette with this. With, you know, but it's very much plays with that medium of what can I do with a comic. You know, so when, when I think about, I mean, well, well, I'm sure we can, we're going to talk about the art here at, yeah. at some point. It's kind of hard to separate the story from the art in this a little it bit. It really is. It is um, very much. You know, when, I, when you talk about, like, we were just talking about what makes some you know this is the indie of the indie uh i think one of the things that makes something indie it's not necessarily just the art being a little bit less than mainstream or the story being a little bit kooky i think it's when the art is in direct contrast with the genre i feel like that's <laughs> what makes something even more indie does that make sense uh, yeah no i get what you're saying like if this was a like jeff lemire he did underwater welder and it's kind of a personal like short story uh i've even forgot the premise of it but i know he goes underwater and finds something. <laughs> <laughs> there's some welding going on but it's yeah. it's a it's a, a kind of a short story that we put into comic book form this is like the um adjustment bureau slash inception Right, uh, there's some serious action in this thing. Yeah, it's some action in it, but it's done in. You're like, oh, what would be? There are so many other styles that if you were gonna do a genre like that, that would be your first go-to. This would be the last on the list, right? I. Think. But I think that's why I love it so I know much. That's why. I, 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 yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> like, you're it, like, it's. Uh, to use our term that we uh, overuse, it's very punk rock to be like, you know, like uh, I'm gonna do a cover of like Billie Holiday's Strange Fruit, but I'm gonna yeah. do it with three chords, uh, overdrive pedal, and like <laughs> a, like instead of a drum set, it's like a kid drum set. You're like, right. how can I how can I abuse this beautiful song the most 
way possible. And then and there's something original that comes out of that. I'm not I'm not right. I'm not I'm not shaming the book, but I'm just saying like it's I think that's kind of what using this style for that genre is equivalent of. Oh, it very much is like what can I do to to make this my own, mm-hmm. right? Um because look, he's I, you can't like he's a like his watercolors are fantastic, right? Yeah, it's a really interesting way to do it. He's not the like the greatest artist ever. In fact, most of it looks like uh, movie storyboards, right? Like that's a lot of really, that's really a good astute point. Yeah, yeah. Most of it reminds me a lot of like, oh, this is the storyboard of a movie. Um, but there's just something. I think you nailed it, and we do use the word it's pretty punk rock a lot, but it is like the most punk rock way to tell this story. Right. Or the most Radiohead way to yeah. tell. Oh, this yes. Story. And that's what it is. It's, right? par- it's, it's like, this is paranoid Android. Yes. <laughs> like it's fitter, better, happier. Right. Like there's just something very unique and weird about it that I love. And I know I love it more than you do. Um, I think I love it, and I don't know that you like it. But <laughs> man, I, man, but I'll tell you what. Like, you nailed it with the storyboard thing. I was like, what is this art? It's not quite – it's not cartooning. No. Uh, and I'm like, what is it? And you're right. It's it's storyboarding. This it's is very much kind of storyboard If you art. see the old, like, Star Wars storyboards, like, whoever that artist is who did those things, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's very famous and, like, Star Wars fans are like, that's my uh, – Something just happened with my microphone. Give me one sec. While he is fixing his microphone, I will be bantering over here. <laughs> my mic came unplugged, and that doesn't help much. I was oh, like, kill "Why, Mike? Run yeah, the jewels fast, kill a mic." <laughs> <laughs> so, essentially, Travis, let's let's dive in. Let's dive into this story. Let's let's what? leave the art aside for a second. Let's leave the art aside okay. for a second. I know that it's I either. Just, gonna... I mean, you said that. I literally closed my book. Like I was physically leaving the art aside. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's leave the art aside for a second. Overall. What did you think of this this action tale that you're right it does play with a lot of different things that all of these pieces of different stories kind of fitting together into this thing plus something you don't know right like something that you haven't seen before but very much genre what did you think of the story piece of this yeah so i'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you like i got th- like the the first third of this book and i'm like what is josh seeing in this book man <laughs> like i oh, i keep saying like but uh i understand uh, i understood the concept i didn't feel lost yeah, uh, and it wasn't until we meet um, who's the main Henry Lime. I, I Lime, thank you. I, I, yeah. I meant to look back at the characters' names. I'm uh, I re- finished this about like well, two weeks ago, and um, Henry Lime. And once we got to Henry Lime, I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Let's. And I thought that it really got legs underneath of it once we got introduced to Lime. Um, yeah. And I thought that was I thought that was a really I thought then I'm like okay. I, and I also like the fact that. It's familiar. It's it's a really kind of out there story, but there's enough familiar elements that we've kind of already mentioned, like Inception, uh, Matrix, and there's the a little French connection in the there, French a little connection, bit like, yeah, a little Popeye you know, O'Doyle in there. Yeah, um, and so there's enough in there to, to to ground me where I didn't get lost, and I saw kind of I I think 
we can classify this almost as a, a genre. This kind of story is almost becoming a new genre in itself. It's right. not quite secret agent. It's not quite science fiction. It's not quite mystery. It's kind of like an amalgamation of those genres. Yeah, And yeah. you're starting to see stories told like that every now and then in film, like the ones we mentioned. Um, and then certainly in some out, out there like sci-fi books and things like that. And even more now, we're starting to see this in comics. And I think this is a good representation of a new emerging genre. And when I say new, I mean like the last 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we're following Maru as the main character, right? And we're, we're following her around. Uh, she's being chased by immortals, like people yeah. who can will themselves to heal. Yeah. So this mind management agency, it trains all these people in these different things. And so you can, as you read through the book at the end of every issue, there's like a two page, like a mind management file. Right. On some I thought mind that was a really management. clever uh, uh, device. Right. Yeah. And I will tell you like on the floppies, that is literally the back cover, the inside of the back cover and the back page of the actual floppy issues like matt squeezed every possible inch of every book full of stuff so in the floppy issues those are literally on the back page dude you got the floppies um, too you love this oh i i bought book. the floppies you first i read this. it i read it all in floppies and then when i was like oh i can get the hardcover dude, I'm matt the hardcover. kent if you're listening to this josh like is like he has been like he talks about this book all the time like he's like your number one fan uh <laughs> i'm just i'm like i'm telling you like this is just one piece of it but the story gets so much bigger yeah and you get more about all of these different things that mind management does no, i think that's i th by the time i got to end this book i i enjoyed the read there's a couple uh, this, i'm gonna focus on the story because we we're talking about yeah. the story uh so i thought like you said that devices of the i liked how the clever devices like the mind management files at the end um some of them are better than others some some of the mind management people's powers are cooler than others uh i like the twins that work together um yeah. but my favorite is the ad guy my favorite is the ad guy so uh if it i guess i don't know if people are, are listening to this because they read it or like <laughs> i don't know but either way there's this uh there's this guy in here um and his power is that he can create advertisements that distract uh, readers and viewers from whatever the news or headline is, which right. allows the mind management agents to communicate with each other in public. So you'd have this whole long warning to um, like a uh, fugitive on the loose mind man mind management agents look out, you know, and then this whole article and then next to it will be like the Swiffer Swiffer upper. And right. because that's next to it, everyone who reads it just ignores the, what they had. They somehow forget what they right. their mind, like mischief, has been managed. Been managed. Managed. So, I, so who? What about what about you? What's your favorite case file? You know, I really there's um, there's a couple of as they go on. I really did uh, the twins. Volume that one, together. Josh. Volume I one. <laughs> the twins that work together are very good. I like that one a lot. I do. Th I think the ad one is the most interesting one, mm -hmm. right? I think that that's cool. I think the one the one piece that I thought was the most interesting is Henry Lime's power, right? right. How he never knows if people are being are honest with him or not yeah. if people are genuine so that's like he goes through this very heartbreaking scene with yeah. like his with his like wife oh, and he's like yeah. he's like 
I don't know if you actually love me, right? And right. Like, and there's this whole thing where, like, you don't know I'm the only one who's not susceptible to your powers. And you're like, but can we even right. trust that? Or is that part right. of, like, or the is whole that thing? part of it, too? And so there's all these little things. And that'll, that continues on. Like, those sort of strange threads continue on through all the volumes of it. I feel like each of the case files is really kind of like a satire or an indictment on some sort of thing in public consciousness. Like the idea For that, sure. uh, you know, the the whole ad guy. I mean, that really, I, I really had to think about that. I'm like, oh, what is, what's he saying here? Or is he, or is he just like putting a, sometimes we like think too deeply in the shit, but right. the idea of it is as Americans, we're more concerned about like, uh, what, what, what's cool to buy and next to like. It, there's a sense of like when you re- people don't read newspapers anymore, but let's say you're going through online and stuff like that. How are the, these ads that pop up everywhere? Yeah. So you're like, let's say you're reading about this horrible massacre that happened in Somalia, and you're like, uh, but then you're like, ooh, new Red Wing boots on sale. <laughs> They're usually like four hundred dollars, fifty percent off. Are you and I shopping for the same stuff on? <laughs> 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 you get some Red Wing boots too. It's all I want. Can I tell you I this? Can I tell you this? I bought a pair this summer. Yeah, have been breaking them in for like three months. It takes a long time. I've, yeah. I've had some some blisters in them. Love the boots. These boots, you can you can scuff them. You can do whatever they want. They are the ultimate boots. Brought to you by Comic Exposure Red Wing boots. <laughs> get us a deal, Red Wing. All yeah. right, so. But but the weirdest thing, so that ad thing, just to give you a flavor of what this does the whole way through, you start to see advertisements in the issues. And so all these case files are building up to people you'll see throughout the series. And yeah, so I, that's, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. That, and so all these little powers that you're learning about in the case files, you really have to start, like, you really have to start looking for them. And so in this first volume, we really see the setup. One of the things I think, um, one of the things I think is interesting is how he manages to, you don't, you kind of get at one point you're like, okay, this is weird. What is she doing? How come, you know, like once you've read it through once and you get to go back and you, t- you like explain, you explain could, what do you mean? What, what she's doing? Like, so I, as you're reading, yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, no, we're, like as you're reading it, you don't know that she's been doing this a bunch of times, right. right? But once you finish it, you can think back to it and you go like, oh, that's why she acted like that, or that's why her, oh yeah, that's why right. her her manager was so weird about it. You know, her her agent was so weird about the it. First at the beginning time, yeah, yeah, about yeah. getting her money, and you know, all of these all of these things are are very much sort of he's layered so much in it and I've read it a couple times. So I've seen it a couple different ways as I've read it before, but I, I really do think for a, for a story like this, that's that, that has that super weird element to it. There's a whole hell of a lot of action in this very bizarre story. Right. Yeah. So there's what's some good fights. What's your favorite there's, action scene in there? There's good, there's good chase scenes. I like the bathroom fight. Like the, the, like the bathroom fight scene is kind of interesting. The one where they're escaping the whole piece where the first time that they're escaping from the immortals, her and bill are, uh, yeah, uh in Mexico. Yeah. They're, oh, well, they're on the motorcycle. They're fleeing on motorcycle. They're, uh, they're being chased by the immortals. There's all this, all this weird stuff through this through this whole book but I, I think that that scene is really where they're running from rooftop to rooftop it really reminds me of like mission impossible or or you know a million other 
genre movies well, that it just taps into. Well, you know, we talk about uh, the idea of so let's I want to I want to blow that idea out because again, something that I love so much about comic books, the form of comic books, and I've noticed it even more. There's a there's a hell of a lot of good shit on Netflix. Check out Sabrina. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, or you know, or just television in general is really uh, yeah. on point these these days. But we're still limited by budgets. So if I right. watch something like Glow, like I like that show, Gorgeous yeah. Ladies of Wrestling. Um, but it all takes place in this gym pretty much, and there's a few outside locations because the budget, right? Or yeah. you take something like Preacher, right? I love the Preacher book, and I think they're doing a great job in the series. But every season is like there's like eight sets in the whole season, yeah. and you're like, oh, Preacher's a fucking road trip, man. Like that's every page is a different place and i think yeah. you know again in here it's like every four pages they're like in a different like part of the world or a different yeah, right. part of it you know they're in mexico they're in la they're in um zanzibar yeah yeah right. zanzibar yeah yeah exactly then they're like on the water then they're in this thing and i go i think so many people who still dismiss comics as kid stuff uh are missing out on this the beauty of the budget of a pen, some ink, <laughs> and in this case, right. some watercolors. And I think that this yeah. book, I think uh, Matt uses the genre really nicely for this. I think this particular genre, which is out there, like The Matrix is an expensive movie, Inception's yeah. an expensive movie, but this is not an expensive book, you know, no. as far as to make. It's only one guy making it, you know, watercolors. Uh, some pencils and we have this whole long road trip journey and you were talking about the action scenes and I think that that pace is really built up well you're always moving in this yeah so you move throughout the issue then the last four pages you stop to read a case file so there's some movement then there's some staticness with the case files but it's the case files are interesting enough to keep you in there right Right. And I think like to, to go, let's, before we get to the art, let's talk a little bit about how he lays everything out. And I guess that is a little bit of the art, but the interesting thing that all of these, this, what you're actually reading is a mind management case file. Right. Which I think is one of the, the kind of interesting things about it is he has kept the lines on the, like the tag board that he's, that he's making the comic on, right? Right. So um, let's, let's talk about that. The tag board, like the backgrounds. It, it's it's not it's not just plain white pages. It's like tag board, you know. So it's yeah. it's got a sense. It's very like like a document, like 1980s government documents. Right. You know? So like along the top, it's like when filing a report, all essential details must fall within the solid area, a solid live area box. This is the border for a standard non bleed file format, right? So he has all of these that's at the top of every page so like the comic book is essentially the files of this case for mind management right. and along the side on every single page is the mind management field guide yeah and the the thing that must have taken so much time is literally whatever's going on on that page is sort of reflected in the field guide right it's like don't talk to strangers as she's like talking to right like always check the exits and entrances as she's not paying attention to, to what's going on right can i tell you something josh i know because you've read yeah. this a, a million times i was starting to read like the 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 lines between it but yeah. then it became like it slowed down the reading process too much and yeah. it made it too arduous so i read through the whole text then i went back and just 
went through and looked at yeah. the 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 creases. That's what I would do in, with the floppies, right? Yeah. Like I would read it through and then I would go back and read the little lines. And you're reading it and it's just a plain mind management file. And then at, at some point near the end of this first volume goes, hey, I know you know what I'm saying now. I'm leaving you a message, right? So it like stops the the handbook part and goes into like, you need to pay attention to what's going on. And it starts to be like a message from the person who's doing it. Like, uh, I'm hoping you get this message. You're running in circles and I'm trying to help you, us, break the cycle, right? right. So like there's all these weird little hidden messages along the way. And that continues literally for six volumes of this as he's tagging little things in it, like story on top of story. There's advertisements that show up in the floppies that just add layers to this weirdness of this story. I just got this picture of you, uh, like never ending story when he's sitting up in like the school attic <laughs> and, and he's like, yeah, over and my he, head. And he's got a blanket over head and he's like about to eat his peanut butter sandwich. He's like, no, not yet. No. Gotta save it. Like I feel like you're looking at this. You're like, oh, you? Yes, I, I am paying attention. Like you're you're really into this. It's like a very much like choose your own adventure book. You're just like Matt Kent is talking to me. He is. Uh, but but I you know I, there's there's a bunch of layers to that to what he does to this that is I think goes above and beyond what a normal because he's writing it and and, and illustrating it. He gets to do so much more with it. The same way we talked about, like, Jeff Lemire gets when, when, right. for Underwater Welder, he got to do exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah, we've seen that a couple right. times with the people who are writing and drawing their own shit. You know, right. one of the things I really respect about this is the creative nature of Matt Kent. Um, yeah. Uh, so, like, for example, like, if I do, like, a play, which I just finished my play last week, it's going to be good. I just finished Ooh. the script, baby. Mimi's Pumpin' Pie Cafe at the end of the world! But, like, one of the things that... <laughs> one of the things that I... That I try to do if if I'm like I have the story and like once we get all that done like the the night of I try to find yep. all these little details like I'll project things on uh that have to deal with the play while people are walking in and yep. I'll I'll put things underneath the seats and so it's all these little things that make it more of an experience. So theater right. is like okay you come and you sit and you watch the stage that's where our attention is right. Um, but like we can do all these extra things to create a mood and a tone, right? And I feel like Matt Kent or Kint is has somehow found a way to use all parts of the buffalo when it comes to the genre of comics. And that I might feel, be the that might be the best sort of way to say it. Right? Yeah, like, I mean, like every little like the like the little cre like you have to literally like open this book pretty wide. And like peel yeah. back, and that's why it's good that it's hardcover. Because if you were rereading this in a floppy, that that shit would be like peeled <laughs> apart, you know. Yeah. But I really love the aspect of because I'm like, that's a creative person who's like, okay, I have this, I have the stage, but right. I also have the wings, I have the aisles, I have the atrium, I have all the, the mezzanine out here, I have the coat check room. Like, yeah. why does the story have to stop at the stage? Why can't we take it out into the parking lot? You know, when people show up, we'll have people in mind management gear valeting their cars, you know, before they see the show. And I feel like that's uh, that's maybe a bad analogy for this book, but I feel like that's what he's doing in this book. And I, I've never seen that before from a creator. Um, so later we're going to we're going to get to recommendations and that that's going to factor into who I recommend this book to. Right. Right. So let's let's talk. Let's I mean, 
the design aspect of it is really i think it's really cool which I is like something the, we never get to talk about we it's always like we never talk about design aspect really right i really like that every page looks really organic right it looks like it looks like old newsprint you know it, he's used his uh the watercolor bleeds when it needs to bleed and and all these things he really utilizes every piece of 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 the buffalo like yeah. you just said as, as he's as he's I making like, his i thing. feel like you just like created a lyrics to a rolling stone song bleeds when it needs to bleed gonna use every part of the buffalo no, no, the buffalo that is that actually actually is a it's a rolling stones yeah, uh, song b-side i'll yeah, never yeah. be a beast of burden i do and not know mick ja- i apparently do not yeah, know how no, mick jagger sounds that is at all not a mick jagger none no, of bad. anything Very i just bad. said has anything to do with the rolling stones no. <laughs> so let's let's talk about art because i want to get your feel on it because you know that i love i i will tell you that i draw a line that i love punk rock art in a comic book yeah but what i don't love because sometimes sometimes in the past we've looked at some comic books on the show and I, people sometimes send us stuff and I go, Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I feel that I am. I if always you know say three that. chords. You have to know those three chords, right? Like if you're going to, if you're, you're going to play three chords, you better fucking know those chords. <laughs> and so I will say that like, I think that I like this because I, I think I like the art in this because he manages to do something unexpected with it, right? And so I think that's what I enjoy. I th- I think that you can't deny that there's artistry in this. Yes. Right? You can, you, there's talent in it. It may not be exactly what you want it to look like, but there's, it, there, it, there's talent into what he's doing. But you know that personally... I won't read something if I don't like the art in it, right? If I can't get past the art, I won't. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, it's a, it's a comic book. Yet Why I, would I read yet it? I will, <laughs> yet I will sit here and read anything despite whether I like the art or not. <laughs> exactly. But I can't do that. <laughs> so I I dig the art in this. What are your thoughts on it, Travis? So um, you've you, actually, as we do so many times, and, and, I, and I, I, I was hoping that this conversation would go this way, where like I came into this and I was like I I generally enjoyed the experience of reading this book, uh, but it wasn't one where I was like, like I really love this. Uh, yeah. And the the main setback for that was the art. Mm-hmm. Uh, but through like what you just said and you're talking about like the idea of this is like one of a kind, like as far yeah. as like the experience of the art and it's. And as much as I, I love the story and maybe would love to see a different like style of art really accentuate some of the aspects of the story I like, you're right. It is, it's inseparable from it and it becomes like its own thing. So right. I, I, I'm less harsh on the art now after our conversation than I would have been, but I did have a hard time, a harder time like enjoying the art style. Um, I think I would like separate smaller pieces in in this style Mm -hmm. but like for this long epic story like i was kind of hoping for more of uh, something that connected more to the story itself right didn't seem so disparate um but at the same time like that's what this is and i'm I'm starting to accept that more so you uh, you think the art art style on my own like i wouldn't i don't think i would buy a print 
and put on my wall of this as I would like uh uh who's our daredevil guy god sapper oh samney is he, uh yeah um, yeah yeah um but at the same time, you know, so like you, you would though, you, oh, you're, I like, would. you're like, I, I love, I love there his are pencils. Very, you love there his are lines. Very many, there are very many times where he's got like originals up and they're watercolored. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's only dollars. Yeah. hundred dollars. But I think. So you like the, you really like the guy's lines, like the, how he, how he do, does I, I think it's, yeah. I think it's an interesting, I think it's an interesting way to do it. And I think there's, there may be said for taking your talent and, and doing what you do with it. It's for me, I get where you're coming from that. It doesn't match the genre all that much. I feel it's a little bit like uh, a Wes Anderson movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if Wes Anderson were to film a, a sci-fi genre film. Right. Yeah. Actually, that's a really yeah. good point. Yeah. It, that's it's, actually, it's, it's, it's just as disparate as that. Is it right. if, if if Wes Anderson directed Inception, right? You're like, it, dude, I, I like I the style. I love it. I, I would I, probably love it. That's a lot. not. Yeah, that would be that would be punk rock. You know. You know. Now I'm looking at this. I'm like, Josh really likes his art, and I'm looking at the lines because we were talking about lines, and I'm yeah. like, it's not too far off from what you like sketch out. Like when you yeah. like your style of like the uh, lines that just bleed out of the frame. Uh, right. or, or out of the um, or don't finish, as- aspect you know? or don't finish it. Yeah. yeah, it's very much like your kind of doodle style. Yeah. And I just... Josh, just... do you want to write a comic book called Mind Management, M- Mischief Manage? I just, am. Like, steal that's, from that's, it? My, that's, that's what I'm writing. That would be a I'm real saying... inception. We write a book about reading about his book, reading Mind Management. Book. That's good. Um, I just think... I, I think that there's just something... I think that I'm a sucker for watercolor. Uh, oh yeah, I am too. We, we did that. We did. Uh, was it Goners? Was that the name of the book? And then uh, With, uh, was it Mary or uh, Madeline uh, or um, sort of an M? Oh, I have one of her, one of my Hellboys. Morgan, Morgan, Morgan Beam. Morgan Beam. I have one of her Hellboys. This is one of my favorite Hellboys. I, I have. We have a Wonder Woman of That's hers. A great our, Wonder Woman in our bathroom. Yeah, thick thighs save lives on that Wonder uh, Woman. That, that one. But, I, I like my Hellboy, but that Wonder Woman is way better. It's a, it's a great, but I have a love for that sort of art, right? So there's something, because you don't see it, that's not normal comic book art. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I like it so much, because of the sort of like bizarro avant-garde punk rock nature, right? Like, this is a Talking Heads record, right? Yeah. It's, it's not, you know, it's not... Uh, it's not the Stones, right? It's like a concept it's, it's, album, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Would you the, say you like this art more than you like uh, Hot Male Penis? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> but I, I think that there's just something about this that that's that's, it's interesting and, um, but it's it's not normal. It's not what you would open a comic and expect to find, and I and I think that. I appreciate the weirdness of it, if that makes sense. There's just there's like a scene where like a dude gets shot in the head, right? And it's just such a weird thing to see in this style. It's just it's just weird. Yeah, that a it dude does, gets it shot. does make it does make um some of these scenes that are especially graphic or, or like like uh, violent uh become a a a way that that's portrayed that you haven't seen before. 
Right. There's like an entire scene where like this guy's outside and then a body is falling from the ceiling or like falling from the balcony. It's like that one, the author who's writing but it's like, and she falls. Yes. That is one of the things I'm talking super about. weird because the facial expressions on this guy's getting shot in the eye, but it looks like he's like enjoying it. <laughs> Maybe he is. So he's yeah. like, you can't kill him. Yeah. Right. So That's I true. would t- like that. I would love that page. If I could have that page, I just, there's just something, the juxtaposition of uh, the genre and the art style is just so interesting to me. Um, and I do love like old storyboard pages. I, I think that that's a real interesting way to do it because you're really creating the pace of a movie. And I think he does that very well in this book. Everything feels very much like I don't have to show a whole lot of action in this page, but I'm going to, you're going to see what's going on as I move from page to page because it moves fast. Yeah, dude, you, it does you, I mean, fast. that's the best, that's the best insightful thing that I've, that I've heard on this book. Uh, that just kind of is that storyboard aspect of it. Because yeah. if you're going to make a movie out of this, out of this book, let's say some directors are going to sit down. First of all, it costs a lot of money, right? So you'd hire a big, but because it's so out there, you would need a really detailed storyboard that would almost, that almost could be published as its own thing. And that's what this right. would be. Uh, like that was, yeah, the storyboard, at, uh, style and, pacing is that's that's a really insightful um observation he manages to slow it down when he needs to you know there's the scene where uh this the ambulance is going by and it's like a full two pages and it's it's like a very slow scene but then there's other scenes where like it flies by so quick where they're escaping or it's like one panel of uh henry like when the whole riot is taking place around Henry Lyme, right? When the when he makes the city tear itself apart, yeah, it's a really and everybody good scene. It's like everything, one. right? Everything is just falling apart around him, and it's you know four or five pages of this city tearing itself apart. But I think that there's just something more interesting about it because the art style is so deconstructed you have to kind of build it yourself too right as opposed to gaps, yeah as opposed to like a very stock marvel comic book oh, yeah. where the photo the where the photo where the photoshop gives everything the gleam and and all that stuff i just think i i i like this sort of um fill in what you need to fill in ask he has another book he's doing for Dark Dark Horse right now. It's a locked room sort of mystery uh, in an underwater base. Oh, cool. Um, so it's not as like it's not as weird as this one is, but it essentially is like a locked room who done it uh, underwater. Um, so I like I read a couple of that. I'm kind of waiting for it to to finish up and then I'm just going to get the volumes of it. But, um, and good on dark horse. I, and good, I think good on dark horse for putting this out too. Like they're right. taking chances with, with, with something like this, you know? So I know you didn't love the art. 
I really dig it. And so I think if nothing else, that's a very, a very big testament to the difference between you and I when it comes to comic books. Right. And like what we're looking for. And well, and, no, and normally, like normally I like even like the like some of this, like the the more like something that would be like more cartoony or more sketchy, like I've that I hadn't been exposed to. I, t- I typically to be like, oh, I really love this, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this was I think just I think it was the the the. You know the separation between the genre. It was just yeah. so far, but you know, right. it, it would be like reading. Actually, I wouldn't be so bad. I was like, it would be like reading like a you know um, X Men book that was uh, drawn by you know Bill Watterson. But then I was thinking like that would be pretty cool. No, that'd be great. <laughs> I think I like think I would read a like I would read a X Men book by uh, written and drawn by by uh matt kent i think that that would be an interesting i think it'd be weird it'd be weird as shit and i think i think that's what i like i like how weird it is yeah and i'm perfectly happy like running through the weirdness of it but i i I can see how some people would go like something that's weird for the sake of being weird isn't necessarily good yeah, I don't. I don't even think it's. I don't. I don't think. I don't. You know. I don't think he d- crosses that line. I don't think he's being weird yeah. for the sake of being weird. I think God hates astronauts is weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah. Uh, no. But yeah. I think Absurd this. For, yeah. I, I think this is a uh, a guy who's super creative, super creative story, uh, super creative use of layout, and like the idea. Uh, I think the layout is so creative because I think. I think he maybe is aware of how his art might be received with the genre, and so he's like, yeah. "Let me sprinkle in some like as much like like look over here, look over here, look over here. It, look, it all comes together for this. It's not just the art right. and the story; it's all of this stuff. So, right. it, it's it, there's there's more there's more ways to get into it than just art and story. There's right. layout, right. and then the the fact that it's watercolors uh, adds a different right. aspect to it. So, what's your favorite panel, Josh? I know it's probably uh, my- hard for you, huh? I do love this book so much, but I, um, I think if I were to pull it down to, where is it at? Let me see if I can find it really quick. Do you have one right now? While I look I do. for uh, my on? favorite is like one of the backstories after the main story is over. Uh, okay. they have this one with the guys in, uh, was it world war two Vietnam or the, um, this panel, what was this uh, guy's name, Josh here? Or what was Oh, I, I don't remember his name. Yeah. yeah it's like, it was from like a, like, it was a file. one-off bunch yeah. of short stories, yeah. Yeah, but he's sitting here like on a – he's like in his jungle gear, uh, exploration gear, and he's like got a little cigarette dangling. You know, I'm a sucker for uh, panels with a cigarette in them. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's just sitting there. I just really love the watercolors on this. I love – I think the, the art really f- fits well with his just slumped expression, and it's very expressive. Uh, yeah. It's the mind management – forever uh, forever three it's yeah. the, the second second page of my management forever three where we have the guy just sitting there on the um uh that's a good one stone. like he's in a, you know world war one looking kind of outfit right yeah, yeah i really dig that um i think this panel i mentioned it earlier it's very much like we see the scene of that author kind of the the woman who's like continuously writing who doesn't have her sister anymore and she throws herself backwards off of the uh off of the balcony and then we come back and we see that scene from another perspective 
and uh, it's this guy who's downstairs. Um, he he's drinking like the very tiny espresso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's behind, very genre esque. You're right? always gonna he's, have someone drinking a tiny espresso at a cafe. Tiny espresso, and like behind him. You can see the two immortals run in. You can see the immortals walk into the building, and then you see the woman throw herself off the balcony. And in the very last one is my panel. He's blowing smoke out of his nose. Um, he says, no, I'm all out of games. And she splats on Amazing. the pavement. And, and, it, and it's very much like you can see – it's that like oh yeah i love that guy too i like that guy i want to see where he where his story goes yeah so you see like this it and i think it's again it's it's why i love that juxtaposition it's such a sort of graphic scene but he does it in such a very like doodle way and you're like oh no that's like there's blood and it's splattering up and like it's it there's something disconcerting about yeah. how graphic it is like the concept of it yeah but how it's done in a very it, much like uh, this like is just quick, like, like just quick penciled it. out yeah yeah, yeah. It, the 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 throwaway moment of this really heinous thing is not only done in the story but it's also done in the production of the art right yeah yeah i get that i, I that's actually that's a that's a really good point as well all right so let's talk about uh we talked panels um let's talk about who we would recommend this to so travis you said that you had uh you had something in mind as you were reading this of who you would recommend it to you tied it a little bit or prefaced it with like the play that you have just finished yeah um so yeah actually uh when i was reading it this was the question i was dreading because i was like yeah. who would you recommend this to and as i finished the book i'm like i don't know man like i don't know mm -hmm. who i'd recommend this to but as uh, we were talking, I was like, "Oh, you know what? I think this is this is it. This is who I would recommend it to. It's to comic like we we've been doing like podcasts with like other people who read comic books lately yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, and so they we've read a lot. You know, people who've read a lot of uh, they have a wide breadth as far yeah. as the stuff they yeah. read in comics, and yeah. they're always looking for something new. I think I would never. I don't think I would recommend this to any kind of." First-time comic book reader. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't do that either. Which but, is why I didn't do it on the show. Right. Like, with a newbie. Yeah, know? right, right. But we're, like, in, like, way past episode 100, right. so now we can start doing, like... And I think we can do this one. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and... But I think there is a class of comic book readers that have, like I said, that wide breadth of reading, and they're always... Like, they, they're looking, like... Mm, okay, yeah, I get it. It's familiar. Okay, I get it. Good story. I'm familiar. Art's very uh, similar. This is for the person who's looking for that that comic book reader's looking for something different, like that that yeah. something in a genre in a genre where we can things can start to kind of bleed into each other. This is something that stands alone. So right. I there's enough that he's doing differently in here that I can't compare it a direct comparison to something else. Right. Uh, and so if you're if you're a big comic book fan, if you read from all the 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 uh, the different labels uh, and you're just curious of what people are doing in comics, Matt Kent is doing something new and inventive in comics that I have not seen before. And a lot of that comes from that layout that we were talking about. For me, the watercolors, the uh, discrepancy between the story and the genre, uh, yeah. uh, the art and the genre. And I think it all just 
it, it's all in a nice package where, like I said, if I put this on my shelf, you know, it's one that like, right. I don't know if I'd recommend, but for some reason it would make its way into, cause it gives me some esotericness to, right? to, to, into myself. <laughs> Um, I, you know, I think, I think I'm kind of in the same place. Like, you know, I didn't have us do it on the show early on because it, it is really weird. And so it's not something that you would give to a brand new comic book reader. Um, and for me, I think for me, I think the other reason, you know, how you talk about like, you love something because of when you read it. Yeah. Right. For me, this is one of the things when I got back into comics, right. Yeah. Um, that profit book that we did early on. Yeah which is weird as shit. Yeah. Right. It'd be, it'd, it'd, it'd be interesting to go back now and see like what your where that stands up as far as like, all right, if you had to go back and pick a first comic book to do on the podcast, would it still be profit? Probably not. But like, I really dug it at that yeah. point. And I was like, this is something weird that I want to talk about. Yeah. And I think this is one of those things at the same time, like I got back into comic books, but I didn't want to read superheroes. Cause I did like the stock, like, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. I didn't want to read it. No, because I, that Cause you're wasn't racist. Because you're racist. No, it's not. It's it's not what I like. I don't love the art style. It's not what I wanted to chew on. Right. Yeah. Like I wanted something different. Ironically I love, though, I ironically though, chew was something that you wanted to it chew was. on. Yeah. It was something that I read first, right? Because that's what I was looking for. Like you, the art style in chew, super weird. Mm -hmm. the the sort of like genre of it super weird this that was the, the first that was the first book even outside the podcast that you're like hey you like comics and i'm like i do like comics and they're like yeah. read this and i yeah. was like oh cool and so, so i think i think i was looking i love art and i love sort of cartoons and I, I and i and i wanted to get back into comic books but i didn't want to read superhero stuff so i think if 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 you are someone who like you just you don't want to read another superhero book you want to check out something different you like the genre of you like the medium of comics and what you can do with it i think this is a great example of how far you can take this medium yeah and how sort of how out there you can get with it and creative you can be with a medium that is literally a paper pencil and some paint yeah and what you can create with those three things, yeah, is but you got to do well. You got to do those things. You got to help. Well, <laughs> and exactly, like that's what I'm saying. Like so, like I said before, I don't know that I'd give this to a first time comic book reader, uh, but I I would give it to someone who's like, you know what, I, I I'm trying to find something new, something I haven't read before. And this would be one of those things I'd be like, you should check this out. You know, we started this podcast like 2014. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it was that was really like the like the the heyday of the new image, where, right? Uh, where image was coming, they were just like uh, taking all these new ideas and letting creators just have complete control. That's where you get like Southern Bastards and all that all, yeah. all that good stuff from. If you like that era, but you found that like image as kind of like sunk back into like well. You like that from four years ago. We're kind of giving you more of that, and you're like, no, keep progressing. Like, keep, yeah. keep giving me something weird. I think that this book is kind of like that 
like the next level of that. So right. it's, it's even always, more punk rock yeah. than image wise, right? Like remember back then? Remember than... back then? All those titles we were like, this shit is like crazy. Like right. I can't believe they're they're putting this out and like promoting it. I think yeah, it's even more punk rock than that. So if you're always looking for who's where the vision is, whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not, there are some of those image books that I didn't like, but I'm like, this is weird and like interesting. I yeah. think that's I think that's the same for this. I think that's like if you're looking for where what what comics can be capable of, this is yeah. one direction that you probably haven't seen before. Now you might not like it, but it's it's a direction that you haven't seen before. Yeah, and and I think like that's what I that's what I was looking for when I got back into comics. But you know what I'm reading right now? You know what I'm reading right now? The Bible. No, I'm I'm reading well almost possibly uh, something that I read a lot more than a Bible as a teenager, like as a as a like a junior, or like in seventh grade, I'm rereading uh, the Nightfall, the Batman. Oh, I know Batman, bro. Because I'm I am a follower of your uh, in- Instagram. uh your Instagrams, and so I've it just the, been inundated with Nightfall images. It's the 25th anniversary of Nightfall. It, just let that sink in right now. Oh, wait, what? Am I 20... and my Google Calendar did not alert me? No, like that's how old it is. It's just weird to me. Like that came out 25 years ago, right? That story started 25 years ago. And so I'm on the third volume of it right now. And I remember as I don't really remember every piece of it, but as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, I remember this issue. I remember that cover. So I'm like, nom, 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 nom. Give me this, this, this 90s superhero stuff that when I got back into comics, I didn't want anything yeah. to do with. Mm-hmm. But I'm finding myself being like, no, just give know me the bubblegum right now. Know your roots. Yeah. Like, like, I read that. I read the Nightfall, the the main book with you know where it, it, the back is broken. Yeah. On yeah. a plane, probably about twenty three years ago when that book came out in trade. It was one of right. the first like trades I got. Like it was just one of those. This looks cool because the image of that first trade mm-hmm. was him breaking. I'm like, I want to yeah. read this, and I was like, this is dark. I remember being like eleven on a plane. I read it all the way from Japan yeah. to it took it. It's a, a 10 hour read for uh, a 12 year old, <laughs> you know, like who's like, oh, my eyes hurt. I'm sleepy. <laughs> yeah. But it's very, it like it, it for me, like this, this satisfies that weird punk. Like, it's like, it satisfies yeah, but that. But you say punk rock. We said too that, much. <laughs> that, indie, that indie rock need. But then to go back and read and to go back and read Batman is like listening you know, listen to classic rock. You're like, no, man, there's just something great about three dog night. I don't yeah. know what it is, but I love it. Right. Like, you know, and so I always want to find something new and different and, and out there. And I think mind management was that for me. And, and I agree. I think I think I think that's the, the case there. Like and what I always like about it is like we've done this enough now. It's funny how like um, you get to know someone by like the things they like. And yeah. within comics, like I'm like I'm uh when I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, this has got Josh all over it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like certain things will be like, oh, like Aras is gonna love this, Aras is gonna yeah. hate this. Oh, and you yeah. you get to you get to like know someone like through when you read. We've read probably over seventy stories together at this point, yeah. uh, and you're like, oh, I like this one, I like this one. I'm I'm lukewarm on that one, and, and that you can you can displace that throughout like a person's life. You'd be like, right. um, would, uh, Josh like this sriracha hot dog with, uh, extra pickles. And I'm like, 
He wouldn't like a sriracha hot dog, but if you put extra pickles and then you put like relish on top of the pickles, like like but like the packet relish, you know, the kind you have to like open up and sprinkle yeah. on it, yeah. then he would like that. He would, <laughs> yeah. and I would literally I would eat that hot dog. <laughs> but so um, next to your wife and maybe your mom, you know, you know, like I'm like mm, I'm like I know this guy. And it's just from reading comics. We don't even hang out that much. An hour every two weeks. <laughs> so, Travis, uh, I want to I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in, uh, folks. You can follow oh, no, no, us. Can I, can I? I got I got some. I got, we got some stuff to talk about. No, that's why I was just I okay. was going to do that and then get us to the. Okay, got this it. is the, you, this you, is the close to the end break. Okay, right? gosh, you got it, got it. No, so I mean. Or is it really important that you want to talk about it? Are you afraid that people are going to leave if I do this? This ex- well, I feel like you're, I feel like you're doing like you can find when when you say you can find us on. I feel like that's okay. people are like it's the end of the episode. You know? Okay, so what do you got? For, what do you got? So one, I was going to introduce what we've got. What we're what yeah, we're reading. So a couple now. of things. One, I just got a text from Dan McCloy. Uh, I left a message. Oh, I haven't talked to him in good. months. I haven't talked to him in months since the summertime. Yeah. I'm interested to see what this says. Um, but he's going to be coming on doing Batman. Yeah. Right. Oh, we're gonna do Batman White Knight. Yep. Yeah. I'm. I, uh. We're. I'm. Ex- I'm excited about that. I haven't read it yet. It's the only one that, uh, coming up that I haven't okay. read. Okay. Um, Sean Murphy's already working on his second piece of uh, White Knight. Here's. Here's. Here's what you know. You know I love Sean Murphy. So, I know you love Sean. So I'm going to with high expectations. So it becomes like it becomes. Stop! Don't give me that look. I'm I haven't not, read not, it yet. I haven't read it yet. Fuck you, I'm not Josh. Any look. I'm not giving you um, any look. Uh, and and I know we're, we have some other books we're going to talk about, but it's already November, Josh. It's already yeah. November. And what I want to do is one of my favorite episodes, uh, variant episodes, is the uh, Christmas wish list episode. And I feel like where sometimes – Where we take those comic books and we and we roll them real tight. <laughs> where, do we, where do we put them? We stuff them in the stocking. We put them right in your stocking. Like up up in the stocking? Right up the stocking. You know, I like how most times a stocking, you have to put things down into a stocking, but not us. We put no, things. No, you're going to cram it right yeah, up that we, we hold that stocking up above the fireplace, and we stick it in there. <laughs> so, so. Four years of making that stupid joke. <laughs> You'll hear more. You'll hear that in a couple of weeks. So what I want to do, Josh, is okay. normally we we like we get like like sidetracked and we don't. It's like December fifteenth, and we come up with our Christmas list. That's the next. Let's, we're doing the next episode. Let's let's give our family members enough time to listen I mean, to that episode and buy us this shit. All right, all right. So next episode, Travis. Next episode is the uh, the uh, comic book Christmas list. Here's some things I want to talk about in that. Okay. One that will be the primary thing. We like yeah. we have not even winked at each other about what we thought about Sabrina. I'm guessing you watched it. I'm. We're only a couple episodes in. Okay. I mean, there's so. I'm. Dude, I am so far ahead of you. It's an like, election. Like I'm watching <laughs> Daredevil. Uh, I'm seeing. Uh, I watched the fight scene in Daredevil today. I'm on, I made episode four today with the fight scene in the in the in the freaking. Yeah. Uh, I was the like, pr- Jesus. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. 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 So yeah, no, I'm watching Daredevil, Venom, all Sabrina over here. I'm like, what is happening? But yet you're still reading more comics than me. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so we got that. We got Christmas list, which is I know like a lot of fan favorites out there. Uh, <laughs> um, and we also got we got uh, the the what do we call him? What was it? 
Dr. Dan, the Batman fan. What was, yeah, what was Dr. his Dan official? The Batman fan. Dr. Dan, the Batman fan. You've heard him for Long Halloween. You've heard him for that one we, last Batman one we read, <laughs> the more newer one. Yeah. Where he's like, uh, you heard him for um, um, like everything we've done with Batman has been with uh, Dan, the Batman fan, except for the first Batman thing we read. So yeah. he's coming back on. Uh, what else we got? Oh, we got t-shirts, motherfucker. We got t-shirts yeah. up in Threadless Store. We've actually t-shirts. sold uh, several t-shirts. I don't, wow. really, I don't want to say dozens of t-shirts. But that's several. a bit hyperbole. I don't want to say I don't want to say I don't want to say a few. I'm gonna order a tote bag. That's what I'm ordering. Yeah, a tote bag. I'm gonna order a tote bag. That's and I want, I want I want listeners to know this. So the way you know what you know what I'm gonna do with that tote bag. You know what I'm gonna do with that tote bag. I'm gonna take some comic books. I'm gonna roll them up real <laughs> tight. I'm gonna shove them right in. You know what? Bag. A comic exposure tote bag would be a perfect uh, be. stocking Wednesday, gift. It would and, be, and it would be a great Wednesday to take to the comic book shop to put your books in it. And we got I wore an old school comic exposure T-shirt right now, motherfucker. And like this is like the the black. This is like the the white shirt, black bars. You can't get more like clean than this. You can't yeah. get more clean than this. And you can buy this. Well, you can't buy this exact shirt. <laughs> this is a different thing. <laughs> but you can buy the, better than this online at threadless.com backslash comic exposure. And you know what we did? We're not even taking a profit. When you go when you open up a shop on Threadless, you can decide whether you want to like charge. We're not 30, taking a profit? Whether you want to take 30% over, 20% over, 10% over. You know what we did? We're selling it wholesale, baby. Wow, that's a bad idea. Right, but anyway, yeah. maybe we should talk about this off. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get you can get a comic exposure coffee mug, comic exposure tote, a comic exposure T-shirt. You should go and do that. Threadless.com backslash comic exposure. And then also write Joshua Buckley at something something um, Mesa School something dot com <laughs> and tell him he needs to get no. shirt a design. I started one. I started one. I didn't love it. And then I started another one and I didn't. So here's my thought process. Remember that TV show, Northern Exposure? I fucking love Northern Exposure. It is my favorite show of the 90s, Josh. I want the t-shirt to be the exact same logo, but I wanted to say comic exposure. Josh, (laughs) I love you so much. Northern Exposure is my secret passion and shame that no one knows about. I fucking love that show i consider myself uh the uh um what's the name i was gonna say flash gordon <laughs> um, but like i feel like my experience here in japan is like his experience yeah. in sicily alaska in my experience yeah. in japan is the same as dr fleshman's uh, uh experience in sicily alaska <laughs> so that's less that's- jewish that will be that will probably be the t-shirt design will be the oh Northern my god i am so logo but it'll we say will sell at least on one of those because i will buy it <laughs> uh so ladies and gentlemen uh take take a look for those shows we we're gonna have uh the next episode will be our comic book christmas list then we'll do batman white knight with dr dan the batman fan uh then it's we've got to all, look all of my heroes christmas right yeah. all of my heroes are junkies um read that one Mm-hmm. Uh, I've read, I've, I've read all of them. So yeah. I am, I'm caught up. You're caught so, up. So I read all my heroes are junkies. I'm just catching up with, uh, with, with, uh, Batman. Batman yeah. It's a, it's, it's a, it's so pretty. They're, like, you know, it's going to be pretty. So it doesn't even matter. Yeah. You yeah. Know I know. Yeah. I know. Like, okay. all right. Stop, 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 stop. I don't want to hear. I don't want to no. hear anymore. 
so uh so remember folks uh thank you for tuning in you can uh you can find us on the internet at www.comicexposure.com you can find all our old episodes there you can also find them on uh itunes so if you're on itunes you want to go look at you can scroll all the way back you heard us talk about goners on this episode you heard us mention one of the first books we did profit on this show. Uh, you even heard us talk about God hates astronauts, what we did an episode on. So if you want to hear the one episode where Travis and I vehemently disagree about a comic book, you can listen to that episode. Also, where... if you want to listen to a great one of that, we were talking about last week. It, you know what my favorite episode is, is the one you got like a really upset with me. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it was not four kids walking. The, it was, um, we can never go home. We can never go home, which yeah, is yeah. my favorite episode listen listen back to <laughs> like yeah, we're calling each one. other posers <laughs> <laughs> it was good it was good and we talked a lot about punk rock in that episode too yeah uh, so you can you can check all those episodes out you can follow us on twitter at comic exposure uh you can follow me on twitter at jr buckley no josh r buckley yeah that's my that's my handle at josh r buckley jurassic um, park yeah, Jurassic Park on it's, the. I really uh, gotta change Instagram. it to a very much more searchable. Uh, it's Instagram. really hard to find. But I don't have a lot going on on there, so. Yeah, yeah, but you should. A lot of you dick pics. A lot of dick pics. You, you live in Japan. Shouldn't you have all sorts of weird pictures? I'm going of you to Tokyo in Japan? next weekend, brother. So, but shouldn't you have like pictures of you in like a uh, uh, like a tentacle porn bar and like Just me holding up like fingers next to my face? Like yeah, you <laughs> you in a Hello Kitty. Kawaii chizu. <laughs> Kawaii. So, but all of those things, like the baby metal concert that you went to last weekend, uh, like all that stuff. Should, we should I be able to some baby metal. We should be able to enjoy all that with you, Travis. I know. I, I am live, really a shitty. I want to live vicariously <laughs> through your Instagram, but I can't. Japan is so far away from me. I know, and I've always said I'm gonna get better at it, but I haven't. Just Josh, so I'm not just, gonna say just that. Just take pictures of the noodles. Your noodles. That's all. I, I don't need to see you eating them. Just a picture. No, of the no, noodles. no, 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 no. It's, it's not even a noodle sound. It's not even a noodle sound. <laughs> so you can follow us on all those places, ladies and gentlemen. So please do that. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us a nice you can, four stars. Five would be great, but I'll take four. We, you, you know, know what? I'm not even going to say we're a four star podcast. Yeah, we're and not a, we're I five. am proud of it. Right. Right, you know, I so think we could be a five-star podcast if our sound quality was much more consistent. Uh, right. But it's not, and we can't figure it out. So no. this no, is what you right. get. So, so go ahead, go ahead, do that. You can find us on Stitcher. If you, maybe you're listening to us to there, and you're like, "Where the hell do I listen to these guys at?" I'm listening to them on their website, which is a real pain in my ass. If that's what you're doing, then you can find us on Stitcher. You can find us, I do believe, on the Android, Tune Google Radio, Play, Android, Google on- Play. You can yep. find us on Tuned In, and you can find us on the Apple Podcast app. So so one of those places you can find us on. Give us a good rating on there. Tell your friends about the show. As Blondie once said, one way or another, you're going to find me. Yeah, you're going to find us. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get it, get it, get us. us. Yeah. yeah, that's what's going to happen. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. We will see you on the next episode where we cram comic books into our stockings the big bad boys that we want the things yeah. that we're not going to buy ourselves the things that we're not going to stick in our stockings that we just want someone else to shove in our stockings yep. for us that's I'm gonna, what we're going to talk I'm about gonna start stretching now Josh you should you should because some of those books I mean look if you want mind management volume 2 in your stocking oh, oh imagine if is, you wanted the whole all, all six volumes yeah that's a hard that's those are hard covers you're going to have to start eating some roughage 
Right. Get right. some roughage gonna... in there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in and dealing with this. And we'll see you next trade.